Welcome to Chucky Radio. Theme music by Joseph McDade. What is Chucky Radio? Well, I can't tell a short story. I feel like I need to tell the full story or it's just not worth telling the story. And so when I would start telling a story, my friends would dub it Chucky Radio. Hence, Chucky Radio Podcast. Now, my friends and family can listen to Chucky Radio stories on their own time. So this episode, my question is, what do the FBI, Jazz, 9-11, the World Letter, and Picasso all have in common? Well, the answer all comes together in this episode of my trip to New York City. So this trip began with a good friend of mine, Sarah Sharp, asking if I'd be interested in going to New York. She had been booked for a private gig, and she wanted to know if I wanted to go a few days before with her and go explore the city. Sarah and I have been friends for over 16 years, and we've traveled together. We always have a blast when we travel. So we booked our trip. We came in on Wednesday. She didn't have to leave until Friday to go do her gig, and I planned to leave on Saturday. One of the things I was hoping to accomplish as we've gone down the road of investigating further and further into the original owners of the Picasso sketch that we're making a documentary about, we have recently come to learn that one of the owners was involved in creating fraudulent documents for art. And the lead special agent from the FBI who was involved in putting that gentleman in prison is head of the New York art crime team. And so in order to gain better insight as to what information they may have on our art and on the documents that we have to show the previous ownership of that art, we've been trying to secure an interview with that special agent. FBI. Hi, I'm trying to reach a special agent. Yeah, hold on a minute. Okay, thank you. Your call is being answered by Audix. FBI. Hi, I'm trying to reach a special agent. Hold on. All right, thank you. Your call is being answered by Audix. Is not available. To leave a message, wait for the tone. When finished recording, press pound for more options. Otherwise, for assistance, press zero now. Record at the tone. After several attempts, we were unable to get hold of them and didn't get a call back. But I was still going on the trip because there was things I wanted to do. There's things I wanted to see. Additionally, through one of our producers, they put me in contact with some other filmmakers in New York who are doing this wonderful series. They're developing a series called La Art and is essentially similar to the HBO series Silicon Valley. But instead of guys trying to make it in the tech world, this series is going to be about some guys trying to make it in the art world. So the first night we actually met up with the filmmakers We ended up going to some cool jazz clubs, 
ended up talking a little bit about project they're working on, a project we're working on, and just life in general. On Thursday morning, as we ventured to go out, I decided to give the special agent another try. I called the New York office, and I finally decided to ask the lady, hey, I left the special agent a couple messages and I haven't heard back. I'm not sure if they're actually reaching him. And she's like, oh yes, he checks his messages. He's probably out on assignment, but he will eventually get back to you. Would you like to leave another message? And I'm like, sure. Well, she transferred the call, and this time, the special agent picks up. And it was great to finally talk to him. Like, there's a real person here. And he said to me that he did get my messages, but in order for us to have a conversation and be involved at all with our documentary, it would need to go through the FBI press office and said, once we get it cleared with them, we can see about setting up an interview. Well, of course, I immediately called, left a message, and then went on the day. On the way down to downtown, we decided to stop by the Washington Square Park. It is located near New York University, NYU, and as we entered into the park, I noticed this large red heart that's at a table, and on the table, it was covered in blue with little puffs of white, like clouds. And coming off this table was this long scroll, and this adorable young lady who was dressed in a Parisian-style outfit, complete with a nice little round Parisian hat. This turned out to be Coco. All right, quick hello. Hi. This is Coco. This is Coco. (laughs) And what she had was a live art installation right there in the center of the park. She had created what she calls the world letter. And what it is, is an opportunity for individuals to come to write on the scroll of paper a love letter to the world. I was completely moved and felt that what she was doing really was something that will touch a lot of people. And as I talked to Coco, she explained to me that she has taken this all over the world. She started in Germany, she's been to Italy, obviously in France. She's been through different parts of the U.S., Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama, even Colombia, South America. She's been on this two-year journey of collecting all these letters to the world. So, of course, I had to put my letter on there. And mine was a little bit of a tough love letter. I started out, most dearest world, get your shit together. What you're doing to the environment and all the needless death in this world is killing us. Dear world, let's see if we can improve this. Signed, Chucky Love. And so Sarah and I went to downtown New York City. And as we approached the 9-11 Memorial, it really was an emotional experience. As you walk up on it, it's this amazing, huge hole in the ground, and a cascade of water falls into this abyss. I heard someone say they felt that it was sad, that it wasn't very uplifting. And I thought to myself, Isn't that the purpose? 
Isn't that what this is meant to evoke? After spending a little time going to where the South Tower and the North Tower memorials were located, Sarah had to take off for a meeting, and I decided to go into the 9-11 Memorial Museum. This is an amazing exhibit that literally puts you in that day. As you walk into the 9-11 Memorial Museum, you realize you're walking into the actual location that the building stood. The museum literally takes up the area underneath where these buildings stood, and there are still remnants of those buildings. As you go through the museum, you get the visual sights of what happened that day, and you hear the sounds. There are literally clips on the NBC morning show when the first plane hit the North Tower. Just mentioned we have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center here in New York City. It happened just a few moments ago, apparently. We have very little information available. As you go further into the exhibit, you actually hear the first responders speaking over the radios. It is chilling, but it is also a reminder that we should not forget what happened that day, and we should always work to have peace and avoid this kind of destruction in the world. In addition to putting you in that day, there's a big part of the museum that commemorates all the lives that were lost. Walls of photographs, almost 3,000 lives that were lost that day. So Thursday evening, Sarah and I got back together. We ended up going out to a few cool bars. Friday, Sarah got ready, left, and I ended up sleeping in a bit and finally getting out and about on Friday afternoon. So after going to the 9-11 memorial and really diving into the sorrow and the events of that day and the lives that were lost, on Saturday, I did decide to go and experience the new number one World Trade Center and go to the World Trade Center Observatory. This is another amazing exhibit. As you walk out and go onto the observatory deck, it is the most amazing view over the city. And fortunately, on Saturday, it was a beautiful day. This really was the uplifting monument and allowing thousands and thousands of people to come through this building and experience the magnitude of what's been built. It was a great trip to New York. I got to do a lot of things I really wanted to do and got to meet up with some wonderful people. 
New York is a fun city. It's a vibrant city. There's always something going on. So I'm glad that I was able to get in contact with the FBI. And now it looks like we'll have a future interview. The talks with the filmmakers about their project and our project will continue. I plan to keep in contact with Coco and learn more about her progress with the World Letter. In fact, the day I was leaving, I decided to swing back by to say hi. And she was struggling to keep her exhibit together as the wind had picked up that afternoon. How are you? All set up again? Yes, it's so windy today. I'm kind of scared though. Uh-oh. Okay. At any moment, this can blow away and it should be like very on top of this. Later, I saw a post on Instagram that the exhibit had completely gotten blown by the wind and had torn part of her ongoing scroll. She said pieces were flying everywhere, but all these people immediately came to help and grab the pieces and bring them all back together. She said it was just a wonderful exhibit of complete strangers coming together to help her keep her exhibit intact. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chucky Radio. I hope you've enjoyed it. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, rate my podcast. You can rate it on many of the different podcast channels. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most recently, on iHeart Podcasts. Peace, my brothers and sisters. This is Chucky Love.